Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. It's time for the wrestling perspective. Before we get started, Petey Williams and myself, let's do a little housekeeping, Petey. Let's do it. Pete, this show is brought to you by BlueChew.com. If you go to BlueChew.com, you use a promo code perspective. You get your first order of BlueChew for free. You just pay $5 shipping and handling. And Pete, during this, in, I guess, ad, it's going to be longer than normal. We have a very special guest to talk about BlueChew, don't we? Yes. I mean, I personally, and thank you for giving me her phone number. Um, we were planning a surprise birthday party for you. That's what you thought. That's what I thought. But inst- yeah, but it's totally not that. Uh, we have your wife, uh, Mrs. Farrell, on the phone right now. Hi, honey. Um, and she's going to talk about, um, I guess, Blue Chew and how... I've talked about you, it, how I use yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, how you use it. So, uh, Mrs. Uh, Farrell, h- how are you doing today? Oh, uh, uh, Petey, I'm good. Um, a lot better now because, uh, you know, Dennis is taking the blue chew. Well, yeah. Dennis taking the blue chew. So how long would you say it's uh, it's been since he's uh, been doing this? Well, I mean, uh, probably like, I don't know, six, seven months. I mean, before that, Petey, let me tell you. Oh, it was. It, Please tell me. Yeah, I mean, get yeah. I, okay. No, no, no. Don't right. tell me. You know, this is like a G-rated show, PG at sometimes, but you know, you don't have to say it. So, I mean, is everything that Dennis says about Blue Chew? I mean, is it uh, everything please, that it please lives up to? Yeah. Uh, um. Well, uh, I'd say before. Okay, let's let's take it back a bit. Before he he was uh, horrible, horrible, horrible. I mean, like bad. Uh, yeah, really bad. Like he always says, like, like I know you say the minute man, but he was like the second man. I mean, or maybe the three second man. I'll give him that. Now, oh man, I mean, I'm telling you, this blue chew has like really turned my hour life around. Wow, Dennis, you hear this? She's talking really, really nice about you. What do you what, what, what do you have to say to your wife? First of all. Thank you for putting up with me up until we took the blue chew. I know a lot of times when we were intimate together, it was a chore for you. 
and you had to do a lot of faking and understanding when I was like done super quick. I'd be like, is that the knock at the door? Let me go check. Or they're like, oh, I was startled. I'm not in the mood anymore. And and you did not make me feel ashamed of being a two-pump chump. Well, I mean, I, I think I did a little bit, but I mean, now I, I don't I don't tell my friends about that anymore. So, I mean, now I speak well of you. Yep. I love you. I love you too. And And look, it was weird because... Now, Pete, I'll be honest, this might have been pillow talk, but she had said, you know, being in her 40s now, that if she were to have another kid, she would want to name the first name Blue and the middle name Chew Farrell. Blue Chew Farrell? Yeah. B.C. Farrell. I I like it. It, it, I mean. Yeah, that's how much of an impact it's had on your, your, our life, huh, hon? Yeah, I mean, he's our, he'd be our boy, Blue. See, Pete, did you know my wife was even that funny? I didn't. No, I, I, I figured she's the type of woman that does not watch old school, but um, I, I'm totally wrong. So, hon, let me, as we wrap this up, I know you have to go and, and be a mother to our child and, you know, probably rest up, get some Gatorades, lots of fluids in you because, you know, when Petey and I are done, I'm going to take the blue chew. I'm going to come up and you know what? I'm going to be like Shawn Michaels. I'm going to super kick you down into the bed, if you know what I mean. I don't know what you mean because I don't know any of those guys, but uh, I can't wait. I'm getting the Gatorade. See you. Bye. Love you. Right, bye. Bye, babe. Anyways, Pete, uh, thank you, by the way, Pete, for, for setting that up. Yeah, no problem. I mean, kind of weird that she wanted to go on and talk about, uh, you know, what's going on in the bedroom. But, uh, you know, I, whatever, man. Whatever. It- so Blue Chew made with the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know it works. You It it has the Mrs. Farrell sign of approval, as you heard. Uh, it, you get it online. There's online doctors. There's no awkward doctor visits. Remember that time, Pete, I came over and you were dressed up like a doctor? And I had to like let you do the doctor examination, and it was a little bit weird. Not a lot, um, just a little. Yeah, I mean, it, I think that, you know, the fact that my kids were here and I was playing doctor with them, I, I mean, I think it was all legit. Oh, so you're saying I m- Yeah, you took that way out of, yeah, yeah, no, that's not what really happened. Well, um, the, the, but, I mean, if you want to think so, then yeah. I it, mean, that, that was awkward, though. It was absolutely. But with Bluetooth, you have no awkward doctor visit. So make sure you go to Bluetooth.com, use the promo code PERSPECTIVE, get your first order for free, pay $5 shipping and handling, it helps the show. It keeps us going when we're together. And look, if if you guys keep doing it and Blue Chew keeps advertising, maybe we'll get Mrs. Farrell back on for another podcast. Oh, I mean, to be continued. I like it. I like it. Thank you. Hey, don't forget Fightful.com. Fightful has Wrestling Perspective 24 hours early. It is one of the most amazing news sites on the internet right now. They have Fightful Select, which just launched. You go over there. They have all kinds of podcasts, Pete. They have the Wrestling Perspective with P.D. Williams. They have NXT, NXT UK. They have Ring of Honor, New Japan uh, podcast, Alternative and Dark Match, anything WWE, AEW, the breaking news daily. Go to Fightful.com. The free section by itself is amazing. Fightful Select, phenomenal. Sean Ross Sapp, I just I can't say enough about them. So go there, check it out. Pete, are you ready to start the show? Let's do it.
whenever it is a wrestling perspective. I'm Dennis Farrell, and he is your national hero, P.D. Williams. How's she going, eh? I'm kind of shocked you even remember how to do the intro for the podcast. Yeah. Oh, I know how to do it. I know how to do it. Actually, I I have some other uh, American friends that brought up uh, this other um, Canadian show called Letterkenny. And they don't say, how's she going? They say, like, how are you now? And the other guy says, good and you? And he's like, not so bad. Like, it's really weird, like, how this is, the the Canadian language is evolving. Like, how you make fun of Canada is evolving. So, um, anyways, that's a little side thing, but things are going good, Dennis. How are you? Well, good. We haven't talked since the last set of tapings you were at. Let's get down to some scuttlebutt. A lot of it has come out. We're sure we're not going to be breaking any news here this week, but... uh, Hey, Rhino, signs of multi-year deal with Impact. Great news. He's one of those guys that I've always wanted to interview and talk with because everybody seems to say that he is the funniest guy they've ever known. Uh, maybe not that they ever know, but no, he's super funny, super cool. Um, when I first, first, first met him, now he's, I graduated from the Can-Am Wrestling School. He is also a graduate of the Can-Am Wrestling School. When I first met him, I believe ECW was like going out of business or just about there or uh, not yet. He was like the maybe the ECW world champion because I, I think they, they had that on his last show. Um, so I think it was right prior to that. And uh, I was at a Border City Wrestling event and he came and this is when Scott would, would book like rhino and sabu and like lance stuff like all the ecw guys um and he'd like shake everybody's hand introduce himself to everybody you know like you don't see that like you've been backstage and mm-hmm. it's like you don't see that uh, uh a lot where somebody like you know that's a big star like that goes and shakes every single person's hand and introduce himself but that's rhino and he did it again uh when i saw him uh the windsor tapings um he's just he's that type of guy and then he'll shoot the breeze and laugh it up and all that kind of stuff, and um, yeah, I can't speak. I can't speak like low of Rhino at all. I speak very highly of him. Is there? A, did he remember you? Is it like Petey? What's going on, my <laughs> friend? Up. So, um, <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, I, I used to travel with him back in the TNA days when we uh, when we uh, did house shows and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but him and I, you know, from we fly out of Detroit together, so we'd always get a car, room together, everything together, together. Um, so yeah, I was his travel partner for for a, a while. Um, so yeah, of course you you remembered me. Um, but uh, it, it was really good seeing him again. I mean, when he he signed with Impact, like like what fifteen years ago, ten years ago, whatever it was, um, last time he was around. And, uh, you know, he went on to be the, the world champion there and uh, do other things and all that kind of stuff. Then he went back to, obviously, WWE. Now he's back with Impact. Which is great. I am so happy to see him there. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it like, uh, yeah, I think it just aired. Like, when he came back mm-hmm. and they did the angle, yeah, this just aired on Friday. And... That the ouch, that the last shot, just great when it comes to production because he gets in the crowd, he gets up in the stands, just like, just just how you want, it. and everybody's surrounding him and just, uh, you know, going nuts, and you know the, the the camera goes dark, and it just it's a great way to send people home happy, and uh, man, I mean, a good ending to a, a good television show. Absolutely, I was bummed out. I had other obligations. I couldn't make it. But it would have been great. 
And, oh, you know, one day we're going to get Rhino on this podcast. Yeah, I mean, well, Rhino, yeah, definitely. We'll get him on the podcast. Um, I don't know. Does he have a cell phone? I mean, he's a rhino. He's a rhinoceros. Um, but, yeah, I'm sure we can hook him up with one of ours and then or whatever. We'll figure it out. I, I think he's new to technology. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Can I go on a, a bit of a wrestling rant here with you today? Yeah, sure. That's what we're here for. So one of your tag team partners had put Who's out that? a tweet recently. Uh, Grace, Jordy Grace. Jordan Grace. Yep. Jordan Grace, yeah. Uh, her tweet was transitioning into a new era where wrestlers can accept their playing characters and don't have to live the gimmick that the gimmick I'd imagine. Right. It was just a tweet. She was replying to somebody that, you know, they're now transitioning into a new era of wrestling where wrestlers don't have to be the gimmick at airports and move. You, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, now. Yeah. Now. I let me tell the other half of this tweet before you jump in. The Jim Cornette, who is somebody I've grown up and liked. I, I've idolized Jim Cornette growing up, but not so much. Uh, this is going to be all me talking. No Petey Williams. Uh, the whatever I say here does not reflect or or is echoed by the same thoughts of Petey Williams. Does. Does that make you feel better as I go into this? Yeah, I have no idea what you're going to say, so well, I can't condone it or, or anything, so well, go ahead and say it. Jim Cornette tweets her, like, you know, copies a tweet and tweets her and says, Translation, I've, ne- I've never been trained popularly or taught to respect the business. I'm just a po- I'm just play wrestler who wants to be on reality TV. I don't have I don't have the talent or determination to make po- people believe in me and draw money. Just do moves. That's whatever whoever Jordan Grace. That's whatever the whoever Jordan Grace just said. Now, I think that's complete and utter BS. Uh, the wrestling business has evolved, and this has been my argument with guys like Jim Cornette. You, you know, I don't know if you can throw uh, Eric Bischoff into this scenario because I don't know his techniques too well, but certainly Vince Russo, where the business has evolved. They may not like the way it has evolved, but it's evolved. It is thriving with the way wrestling is better now than it ever has before in history. New companies are popping up on TV. There are companies vying for television contracts elsewhere. There's rumors that Impact TV Impact is willing to buy a TV company just to have a better deal, to buy a TV network. I mean, this is stuff that's going on and being unheard of. And here's Jim Cornette applying 60s, 70s, 80s, maybe even early 90s wrestling logic and tactics to something that's evolved beyond what it used to be and still bashing wrestlers. You look at some of the top wrestlers right now, they're not living the gimmick anymore. Not even the Undertaker anymore is living the gimmick. He's on Instagram walking on hikes and taking pictures with his wife. Pete, this is a guy, a dinosaur in the industry, essentially. Well, I mean, there's a lot of things. First off, I don't think uh, wrestlers, hmm, I don't want to say use Twitter right. Um, it's the problem. The problem is, like, I can go on Twitter and I could be my character, you know what I mean, and just bash everything, everywhere, all that kind of stuff. 
and people would be like, oh, why are you so this and so that? And you're so rude. And it's like, it's a Twitter's real, like the stuff you say, like if a, ref, a wrestler actually used it to his advantage to get heat, which I think, I believe some do. And I think Jim Cornette is one of those guys. Like right now we're talking about him. So he's still relevant um, in the year 2019. So Jim Cornette's using it right. Whether I agree with what he says or not, that's regardless, but he's using it right. He's getting people fired up. He's getting the new age people talking back to him and, uh, you know, feuding with him on the Twitter wars or whatever you want to call it. So to me, maybe Cornette's working all of us, right? Oh, I, uh, on the I'm other sure hand, he is. Yeah. On the other hand, um, like I don't, I, I don't put my personal stuff on Twitter. I use it mainly for wrestling with the show and impact and, uh, you know, stuff I'm doing and, and, you know, maybe some thoughts that I have in my head that I wouldn't normally say to uh, no, like people, I just like, I throw it out there or whatever, you know, just like Twitter. Like I, I just have fun with it. Right. I don't use it as anything else except for to have fun. Um, but I don't put my personal stuff on there. So, you know, if people want to start using their real name, whatever gets people talking, right. That's the thing. It's your account. You can do whatever you want. Um, it's your character. If you want to be in character, out of character, whatever, um, little tidbit, uh, Jordan Grace, I guess she's putting her real name as, uh, Patricia Parker, my aunt, my mom's side, her name's Patricia Parker. So, I mean, that's kind of weird, you know, especially since we're teaming up coming up now too. Um, we're going to so, talk about that. Yeah. When I said, I said, why is my aunt on Twitter? I'm like, Oh, that's not my aunt. That's, that's Jordan Grace. We're, we're, we'll get to that. Trust me. I, I go back to saying, I agree with what you said. It's personal preference. If you want to use it to share your life, great. If you want to use it to get a character over, which there are a million wrestlers out there doing right now. Uh, MJF, one of those guys that's using Twitter primarily to get his character over, and it works. The wrestling business is such a boom, such a height right now, that for Jim Cornette to nitpick the way... Someone like Jordan Grace, who is one of the most over-female wrestlers right now in the industry, is is absolute absurd. Here, she's doing everything right on TV. She's got a great fan base. She's over. And then here's here's a guy that wasn't even tagged in the tweet that wants to stick his nose into her business and say, and she's not doing it right. When Look, if the industry was scuttling and businesses were closing – and everybody was like, oh, the wrestling industry is so horrible. Sure. I, I, I Maybe. But it's not. No, I, 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 agree, I agree with you. Absolutely. You, you brought up MJF. Like, he's probably one of the guys that really gets his character over on Twitter. And, like, I, when he does autograph signings, too, like, he, he, he has a lineup. And people are buying merchandise off him. And he's being so rude to them, which is the exact opposite of what we normally do. <laughs> when people are buying merchandise from us and it's hilarious. Um, but, uh, he, he's really getting his character over and he's always in character when he's in front of the fans or he's on the Twitter or, or whatever. Um, so yeah, he, he's doing it right. I just had to throw that out there cause he brought up his name and I, I really appreciate what he does with that. Oh, absolutely. I just, I was just bummed out to, to see that. And, and listen, I've watched MLW for a total of eight minutes, right? It's not a, a knock on their product. It's just the way the viewing is. And I think we've talked about how as wrestling fans, we are almost trained lab rats where 
you you know on Mondays and now Tuesdays that's our wrestling nights and kind of anything outside of that you have to search it out and sometimes it's a pain in the butt I can get into that later but for like stuff like MLW and even Impact at times it, it's tough for me to watch it but I, I watched it and Jim Cornette as much as I loved Jim Cornette on his commentary in his heyday, if you were to blindfold me and play something from the 80s and play something from now, it's almost the same exact shtick. Maybe even the same wording at times. He hasn't – and someone like him doesn't need to evolve, okay? And I'm, I'm very high on that. But he just hasn't progressed with the wrestling. And I don't know if I could tell Jim Cornette from the 80s to Jim Cornette now, which, by the way, in the 80s was phenomenal. And I'm sure it's great now, but I've heard it all. I've already lived through that era. I wish I could have heard a different kind of Jim Cornette when I watched MLW. Yeah, and you know, everybody always says wrestling's evolved. And I won't bring up the name of the person who said it or who he said it to. But, um, you know, when you look at somebody like Jim Cornette, who's – he, he understands the wrestling business is evolved, but you know, he's near the end of his wrestling career. So, you know, he doesn't have to evolve, you know, he could still keep doing what he's doing. He's getting booked. Right. Mm-hmm. And just doing what he's been doing for uh, forever. So, um, good, for, like good for him and me. I know like I, I, I'm reaching not the end, but like, um, you know, I'm not in my twenties anymore. I'm in my early twenties. So, I can't do half of what these guys are doing nowadays. Like it's, 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 it's ridiculous. And I mean, I'm, I'm evolving with it, but I'm like, there's only so much I can evolve. Like <laughs> evolution has a stopping point for, for certain individuals. Uh, I mean, I try my best, but um, you know, I could do a lot more with my mind behind the camera, uh, helping the guys put together their matches and stuff like that, because they can do all the moves better than I can do them. Um, but at least I could get the story across. By the way, I, I didn't want this podcast to go by without saying you guys signed another phenomenal talent in Tanel Dashwood, the formerly Emma of WWE. She signs with Impact. Huge. I'm so excited for this move, by the way. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess uh, from what they're promoting is uh, she's going to debut in, when we're in Mexico City um, in August. Um I don't know if they ever advertised for this weekend. Not sure. Uh, but, yeah, I was just reading that. Uh, when, did I, when did they say that? Yesterday, today, something like that. So, yeah, big acquisition. I mean, we just had Rhino, what was it, like last week or two weeks ago we just signed him, and now we have her. And I mean, more to come, I guess, right? Did you know, I mean, being in some of these meetings, Did you? when did you know you guys had Rhino? Um. Well, you know, yeah, or you rather really, not say, can't really talk about that. Okay, um, okay, we'll leave it at that. I just, yeah. I just thought I'd throw it out there and see if I got an answer out of you. But I, I get it. Let's, we'll, we'll leave, we'll leave that one to an offline topic. How about the co- uh, conversation? Yeah, yeah, sounds good. <laughs> I think I just heard you say thank you, Dennis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. Let's that sounds good. Let's move on. I, listen, we don't talk a lot of WWE stuff here, but Seth Rollins recently on a conference call had some interesting comments, and it was something that I was I I was interested in to talk to you about. And kind of here here's it: he was on a SummerSlam conference call. I want to say like a week ago, 
And Rollins started talking about John Moxley going to AEW, and he was quoted as saying, I was surprised by it. I knew Ambrose needed time away from the WWE. Now he's competition, trying to take dinner off my table. So that conversation, or that comment, taking dinner off my table, really caught me by surprise where here's a guy, and how many times have we talked about how the more businesses out there, the better off everyone thrives, right? The boys are working wherever now. And that comment was almost like, you know what? And and sure, he's direct competition, but taking dinner off of his plate, I think those were the worst words he could use to describe that situation. Um, Yeah, I would say that's a bad choice of words for many reasons because, well, A, when you say that you're taking dinner off my table – that means that Seth Rollins, who's the – well, he's not the champ anymore, but he's like the – The face of the company. Yeah, pretty – maybe, but let's say he's one of the faces of the company. Um, and now he's saying on a conference call that AEW is a, a threat, like competition. Like so, so they're acknowledging it, which WWE has never done that before. I remember when we were – impact back in the day we're taking all the jabs at them in the world and this is prior to social media and all that stuff um but they didn't even respond and now it's almost like they are responding to this stuff so that's that's really interesting because um that wwe doesn't do that like they they just don't even acknowledge that other people are out there but you know i think people like that wwe isn't being ignorant to the fans like like they're acknowledging it so they're like yeah we know you fans are smart you know we have social media you could see everything that's going on you know where john moxley went all that kind of stuff so it's good that wwe's acknowledging like the intelligence of their fans because when they were doing it with you know when we're doing it with impact it was i thought it was you're insulting your fans because hey there is another company like when somebody comes into your company from impact it's not like, hey, who is this guy? It's like, what do you mean, who is this guy? Like, he's been on TV for like five years on Impact. Like, it, people know who he is. I, I, and I wish I saw, and I'm glad you kind of no, said something about this, because there was another thing that came out, and Jim Cornette, by the way, was the center of controversy. It, as you talk, I may try to look it up. It had something to do with people using their real names. I believe your your good friend... Austin Creed, a.k.a. Xavier Woods, jumped in on this whole Jim Cornette thing, by the way. And this is going back to using your original name on Twitter and being an original person. He he, And this was a whole conversation, by the way. Lance Storm was in it. And I'll read just a little bit of what Creed said. He goes, I can't, uh, I can't speak on this topic for all professional wrestlers slash sports entertainers. But I know that in my situation, I do not own the name Xavier Woods. This means that I cannot perform under that name once my career with the. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. WWE eventually comes to an end. At some point, Xavier Woods will not be able to you know, shake his hips well, will not be able to throw pancakes as far, and won't be able to get beat up by giants that he works with and still and still be able to walk. Uh, at that time, dear God, I hope that that's no time soon, I will have to walk away from Xavier Woods. I've seen many people before me finish their careers, then be at, at a loss of what to do next for their next chapter of their lives. This thought has always terrified me, and that is one of the main reasons I hustled to get through school while still wrestling. As we all know through TNA, he was getting his, his master's? Yeah, and I think he got his PhD in uh, WWE. I believe that the current generation of performers is doing their best to learn from the mistakes of those who came before us that that were making an attempt to use their technology available to them to do so. I love video games. I created a YouTube channel about them, and I chose to use, uh, let's see here, and it gets kind of cut off here, but he chose to use his real name instead of Xavier Wood, so he can keep doing it. That's just me riffing off of it. So Xavier Woods jumped in on even on this topic to say, hey, uh, one day I'm not going to be Xavier Woods. And how many times on this podcast, Pete, have we talked about, like, you know what? Everybody says, let's say Dolph Ziggler wants to leave WWE and he goes somewhere else. Will he be as successful somewhere else under a different name? Or is it just tied to Dolph Ziggler? I mean, uh, they do a good, hmm. Yeah, I mean, you're right. You're absolutely right. I mean, if you, that's that's a name. Like the thing is, uh, Xavier Woods had been Consequences Creed before. So, like when you throw out their Austin Creed, people are like, "Oh yeah, I remember you were you were Creed Creed." You know, like whatever. Um, Dolph Ziggler has always been Dolph Ziggler, minus when he was in the uh, Spirit Squad. Um, so no, I mean, the guys do it like a really good job. Like, what was Drew McIntyre's name? Uh, I can't even remember an Impact. I wasn't there for it, but. Uh, Drew Galloway or something like that. or mm-hmm. So they do a good job of like having part of their name and then sometimes sometimes, but then sometimes like you're stuck, you know, like uh, it, it's tough. It's, it's really tough. Like that Chris WWE Masters. name does. Yeah. Chris Masters. Then he was, uh, man, what, what was he? Adonis, Chris Adonis, I think. Yeah, that's right. Chris Adonis. So, I mean, we try to all that kind of stuff like Johnny impact, right? Johnny, he's John something everywhere. He goes, he's a different last name pretty much. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it, it depends, but no, definitely that first name that they make the name for themselves as, uh, it, it sticks. I mean, imagine if they would have switched like AJ styles name when he went to WWE or Samoa Joe, people would be like, man, this is ridiculous. Um, I mean, it, it worked for like guys like Kevin Steen and El Generico and stuff like that. Um, but they, 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 I don't, I don't feel they were as popular as like an AJ or a Joe in up and up and down the roster. You, you see that kind of stuff. And when guys like him or, you know, uh, Ken Anderson, you know, there's another guy. Yeah. Ken Kennedy. Yeah. It it seems to take, in my opinion, 
steam away from a character, a character we grew up loving and watching. If Macho Man left the WWE and had to be, you know, something else, Randy Vicious, it wouldn't have been the same. Yeah, and I mean, those guys like were able to get away with it because they trademarked it themselves, you know, all that kind of stuff. So they were good. But nowadays, like, if you go in there, um, you, you know, you and you have a new name, you're getting trademarked, which is good. Like, if AJ Styles leaves tomorrow, guess what? He still gets to be AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that, that's <laughs> unless he signed over the rights to his name, which I don't think he would have, um, because I, I he he probably knows exactly like Xavier Woods was saying there is. You know, you have to figure out what's going to happen after wrestling. Ultimate Warrior eventually legally changed his name to the Ultimate Warrior so he could use it. Yeah, I mean, you can always do that, right? So, but, and how many times on how many past podcasts have we debated, you know, if a guy left the WWE tomorrow and, you know, he dressed the same, he looked the same, but his name was just totally different, would he still be able to get over? And I and I kind of tend to say nine times out of ten, no, they, they don't get over because we are so tied to a wrestler's name that, that we know. Uh, it depends. Like, if you look at people that have left, like, uh, Jinder Mahal and Drew McIntyre and stuff like that, those guys are more over when they came back. And when, you know, before then, when they were out the door. So it depends on the individual. But yeah, nine times out of 10, people are like, oh, yeah, I, I remember this guy. This guy was this in WWE, and now he's this. Okay, yeah, people understand it's a copyright thing. Um, but it's almost like they do the exact same thing. Like, they have the exact same moveset. Their, their promos are the same. They might be a different character, per se. But, I mean, they, they're they still that wrestler. So, um, I mean, it, it worked with Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. I think they're... I told no, totally different. Totally, yeah, totally, it is t- totally different. Because they were um, Razor Ramon and Diesel. Then they go to WCW and they're Scott Hall, Kevin Nash. They look different. They might have talked a little bit about the same, but they look different. They they came in on a whole different angle. If if you were to go, Samoa Joe shows up on WWE tomorrow and is. Uh, you know, James Uso, it wouldn't have been the same. No, no, definitely not. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm comparing apples and oranges with the Scott Hall, Kevin Nash thing. Cause they were huge stars in WWE and then WCW, they already had like the Hulkster and stuff like that. They ended up winning in the ratings war for a little bit. So, I mean, that's apples and oranges. I mean, I- I'm just, you look, let's yeah. even say Lex Luger. Lex Luger leaves WCW to WWE, and they changed his name to, you know, uh, Muscle Flexington. You would, he wouldn't be Lex Luger. Yeah. It, 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 <laughs> it seems like Ric Flair. I mean, well, I mean, that's yeah, partially but, his real name, but spelled differently. But yeah, no, I, I get it. I totally get it. Um Maybe. Yeah, the, the name does mean a lot. Like that first one that you you fall in love with as a as a as a fan, you're like, oh man, I love this guy. And then why why'd they change his name? That's that's stupid. Like it doesn't make sense. And then, you know what I mean? You can't connect this well anymore as like a kid or anything like that. If I I wonder if if Johnny Impact, right? Let's use him as an example. If he would have left John Morrison WWE. <laughs> went somewhere else and and kind of owned his own name. It would have been 
let's you know John Morris or John Morriston or whatever. Let's say he tried to go as close as possible and got away with it. I think he would have been bigger now. Not saying he isn't big, because that name would follow him and he would have created and kept that brand instead of going Johnny Mundo, Johnny Impact, you know, uh, Johnny Honor or Ring of Honor or whatever. It to to me that kills a lot of the momentum you bring to a different company when you have to rebrand or repackage that name. No, I I agree with you. I mean. It sucks, but I mean, what else do you do besides you, you can't get around copyright laws? So I mean, <laughs> it sucks. I, I, and, and Dolph Ziggler, I guess to me right now, is going to be, let's say he ever leaves, even maybe The Miz. You take those two guys, and I think those two guys on that main roster would be the most impacted by this if they were to leave. And go to Ring of Honor, Impact, AEW, wherever they go. I believe that in WWE, with those names, they are phenomenal, top-of-the-world talents. But you bring those two guys to any one of those promotions somewhere else, and you give them a different name, you suffer. You're you're chasing the till with trying to rebrand and, and re, I guess, program people to think that they're no longer The Miz or... Oh, you know, they're, they're John Mazarian or whatever he's going to call his name, Mike Mazarian there. So it's, it's tough. It's a catch-22 because you get this talent. But now you have to reprogram everybody. Yeah, and, I, and I'm trying to think of an instance where it actually worked. Can't think of anything on top of my head if, you know, people, if you're listening at home, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, think of ones that we may have uh, forgotten where somebody else got more popular off of a different name. Boy, that's a tough one because yeah. now I'm starting to think, and then I'm not talking, and, and and this isn't like going upwards where all right, Kevin Steen has gotten more popular off a different name. It's it's going downwards when you're at the yeah. top and you have to go down. Yeah, yeah, the opposite way. Yeah, no, yeah, totally. I agree with that because if you can always brand them to go up, that's 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 always worked. Um, but to go the other way, yeah, it's tough. And a lot of times, it's 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 not a great name. I mean, I thought Kendi Anderson was kind of close and was okay. It could have been something, you know. But I I, I don't think naming on, on Kendi Anderson's part was his fault. In a, I, I don't even know. I mean, how much – in Impact Today, how much – how much leeway does a wrestler have coming in? Because I don't think you guys really try to rename or repackage guys anymore in Impact, do you? Um, it depends. Uh, you know, if like a lot of times, again, it's social media. Like we, we hire people like the Jordan Grace or Ethan Page. They have like, you know, a following and stuff. And people know them as these, as these characters. Like, believe it or not, when we brought Ethan Page in the first time, um, he was uh, Abyss's brother's brother or something like that like uh, joseph parks um he was chandler park that's what uh uh ethan page was he was chandler park and he played this character this goofy character like joseph park and all that kind of stuff and but people knew they're like oh that's ethan page you know those that that know him um and now he's being ethan page so um yeah it's it we we at impact it depends. Like that's the best way I could say it. It depends. Like we're not going to try to, if somebody's popular and already popular on the Indies um, or other places, we're not going to try to rebrand their name or anything like that. Um, 
And then some people were like, yeah, okay, let's give him this name because it sounds too much, uh, you know, familiar, like a guy up and coming. Um, it sounds too familiar to somebody else that's already on our roster or whatever the case may be. And that to me is great because you let them build their brand and, and, and a lot of times you guys have learned from your mistakes, a la, you know, the Matt Harley broken gimmick. And Wardley talked about how of a mistake it was to fight that, that, you know, these guys can do this with you guys and then take it somewhere else and still be popular at times. Yeah, but I mean, you know, that's that's the gamble that you take because you don't know if something's going to get super super over like when you think about it like sometimes when you when you think about things you're like man this is so well written oh this is gonna this is gonna be the next huge thing and then it flops right and then something little that you don't think's gonna get over gets huge and you're like wow i didn't see that coming okay so you just can never predict in wrestling like that do you think and i'm and just trying to think off the top of my head is popular as stone cold steve austin was right if let's say when did his career end about 2002 2004 somewhere around there maybe a little bit later um somewhere around there like entering career yeah it's like right around wrestlemania let's let's say uh, 18 or something like that let's say he leaves WWE TNA throws him a massive deal to show up and work for TNA right mm-hmm. and he shows up as stunning Steve Austin would he still command the same? You know, I'm kind of thinking about this. Where if Stone Cold showed up as Stunning Steve after the Stone Cold run in WWE elsewhere, it wouldn't be the same. Yeah, and this is tough because um, I don't know how much of the rights he owns to his like Stone Cold Steve Austin, and how much WWE owns, or uh, you know, The Rock's using the rock on his movies and stuff. So I, I don't know. I don't know if they bought it. I have no idea how that works. Um, but yeah, definitely not. Like if somebody <laughs> like, it's all in the name, be like, if you put on a poster or just say like, you're listening to the radio and they're like, yeah, stunning Steve Austin's going to be at, you know, this, that, that, this impact show. People are going to be like, I don't even know who that is. Is that like some local guy or whatever? But if you say Stone Cold Steve Austin's going to be here. Yeah. A lot's in a name, like a household name that people know. Yeah, absolutely. Now, on the flip side, we we talked about the Miz and Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> already you forgot. I I, already I forgot. <laughs> and, but on the flip side, Jay Lethal now, a household name in Impact and TNA, has made an amazing name for himself in in Ring of Honor. Jay, let's say Jay Lethal makes the jump to WWE and gets a xavier woods type name change it would benefit him i think um possibly i mean you know jay doesn't use a lot of social media and stuff like that but he's very popular ring of honor before he came to impact this like back in 2000 whatever um he he was jay lethal in ring of honor um he actually started with like special k i can't remember what his character's name was it was like a one one word name. Then he transitioned to Jay Lethal, and he's been that for fifteen years now, maybe more. Um, but would it benefit him? Uh, people just have to get over that hump. You know what I mean? Like when Kevin Steen showed up, and then in NXT, all of a sudden he was Kevin Owens. I'm like, okay, you know, I kept calling him Steen for like ever, and then eventually, you know, it's been years, and it's like, okay, he's Kevin Owens. You know, like 
it, it just it, it takes people a little bit of getting used to but wwe like they they do such a good job of just like pushing that new name down your throat it's like okay this is the person now yep understandable let's move on we talked a lot about jordan grace earlier let's talk some positive stuff about her you and scotty steiner we talked many podcasts ago about how shikara asked you guys to get together for king of trios so far it's taken the internet by storm yeah i i I knew it was gonna i mean when uh quackenbush contacted me like hey this is what's going on um did you see that you want to make it happen and i helped him get like jordan and scott booked and it was a big team effort and um it, it was happening and then that was announced god i don't know it was announced in may so uh, like five months ahead of time, we were like the first group announced. And yeah, like you said, Dennis, the internet goes, you know, nuts. And then obviously people are going to be like, yeah, that's, that's, that's a great idea. Look at, look at, this is a great idea. Let's do this idea over here. And that's, what's going to happen. I mean, it, it, it's, it, it's a hot thing. People are going to want to take advantage of it. And then obviously I'll, take advantage of it. It works with Scotty's schedule and Jordan's schedule. I mean, if it's a thing, it's a thing. Uh, ride that out. That's how wrestling works, right? Have you talked to Scott much about this? In I mean, let's be honest. You didn't talk to Scott a lot before this happened. Have you? Have your conversations with Scott in, I, not improved, but grown? No. Uh, I mean, Scott, Scott knows I'm a professional, so uh, like he just contacted, like he, he knew that Quackenbush was doing this. Like obviously Scott is, has his ear to the ground when it comes to wrestling and what's going on out there. Um, and then he just texted me out of the blue and he said, Hey, um, are you free this date? And I said, let me check. Yep. Okay. And then he goes, I want to do, you know, you Steiner and Jordan, uh, impact plus. I said, okay, where is it? California. Okay. Let's, let's do it. I mean, that was that simple for me. Uh, and then we didn't talk about it. The last set of tape, we, we have not talked about it. Um, really? I talked about it more with Jordan, <laughs> but, but not even that much. Like I was like, hey, you ready for August 2nd? Did you hear about it? Like almost like we didn't know what was happening. Like either of us, I'm like, hey, did you hear? Yeah, I heard. Did you hear? Okay, good. We're doing that. Like, yeah, we both know. And But that was about it. She's like, oh, I'm excited, you know, and all this kind of stuff to work with him and all that. And I'm like. Yeah, I'm like, it's going to be great. It's going to be a blast. I have no idea what to expect. Uh, I don't know who we're wrestling. Uh, I'm super excited about it. Um, I just made a, a video today um, that uh, Impact put on uh, social media. Um, reference the uh, Impact Plus show on August 2nd. Uh, it's going to be good. I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm excited. I saw the video. I was blown away. I, you, you sent me a text and you, I saw the video clip. I actually pulled over on the uh, road, put it on. I, I listened and watched it and immediately told you it was awesome because you you have some sort of editing skills. I didn't even know you had. Yeah, dude, I, I, can, I can do like I I just I don't have time to do that stuff. But today, um, you know, like I'm trying to promote, uh, you know, the impact plus and stuff. And I'm like, Hey, what, what can I do? Like, and I was just thinking, like, it didn't take me any time. And I'm like, Oh, uh, I knew what the beginning middle and end was going to look like. And I'm like, okay, I just got to film this. And then I filmed the shots really quick. And then I 
edited it and then just threw it out there. I mean, it, it was a pretty quick, uh, qu- quick deal for, I, I feel for one person, it was me by myself doing it. Um, and yeah, I mean, I love doing that stuff, man. I just, there's so much, there's so many people that are better at it than me, I guess. Um, I got the vision when I got the vision in my mind, I'm like, yeah, this is how I want it to look this. Is how I want it to end. This is the story I want to tell. So it's a minute long. I mean, if you want to watch it, please go ahead and watch it. Um, I enjoyed doing it and I liked rewatching and after I edited it all in, but yeah, that's a passion of mine right there. Like telling that story, being able to edit it and get people to go look and then go, Oh, and all that kind of stuff. Like that's, that, that that's, I think a lot of people like doing that. They just don't know how. Let, let me ask you this. And this is going to, I, I know the answer because I guess the question is, you're going to kind of step back in the little PD pump world, which I know you don't care. You enjoyed it, and wherever it takes you, you're willing to go on this ride. Is <clears throat> is there part of you that thinks, all right, this time around with little PD pump, there's a story I want to tell that I didn't get to tell the first time around? Um, that's a good question. Wow. Um. I haven't thought of that. I like the first time around we were kind of like making it up as we go. Like it was, I, I Russo just said, Hey, I think you, you and Scott would make a good team later on, you know, after seeing your interaction, like literally like two weeks later, we're, we're teaming together after we feuded and stuff. And they're like, yeah, we're going to do this like initiation type of stuff. Go, oh, okay, cool. And like, we, I, I mean, I, I don't know what story, other story we would, be able to tell um that's a good question i mean i haven't really thought of it just teaming up uh i liked uh what we did at uh in 2000 i think it was 18 at redemption um when he came in on me and started doing math and you know making fun and i, I kind of played off of old things so you know I, I would like to maybe play off of like some more math stuff and all that kind of stuff just because just just old stuff i want to play off of I, I don't know if i want to create a bunch of new stuff um but you never know man i mean We'll get our heads together, and maybe something something will happen. Something amazing will happen. I know all this stuff comes down to a budget thing, but boy, I would love to see you at least go on one more big run. I mean, is it like you challenged Eli Drake for the World Heavyweight Championship? I would love to see you do that again, but this time with Scott Steiner as your manager. Yeah, I mean. Uh... <laughs> It, it would it would work, especially with uh, Brian Cage being our uh, uh, you know our, our our world champion right now. Um, he's like like a like a Steiner type of built guy um, when Steiner was in his heyday. So yeah, I mean that that could definitely work. All right, well listen, Pete, uh, very Jordan Grace heavy. We're gonna definitely tag her if she's listening. Hi, we're big fans. <laughs> I guess <laughs> I guess we have to right, but I mean you know very Jordan reset. Like I'm teaming with her coming up, uh, this, uh, this Friday. Um, but that's what we got going on with the impact plus. And then on Saturday it's Twitch. Um, and then on Sunday it's our TV tapings. That's August 4th. Um, I'll only be there for the one date I was only able to commit to. Um, but that's in, uh, on the impact plus unbreakable. That's going to be in Santa Ana, California. If that sounded weird way I said it, Santa Ana, California. Um, if you're there in that area, if not, you could, you know, watch it on the app, Impact Plus. Man, that's I'm excited for this. I'm excited for you, Jordan Grace, Steiner getting together. Hopefully, 
there's a bigger story to tell with Steiner. I hate to see this be a one-off, but uh, once again, I understand it. He's got a show needs to run, you know. Yeah, he does. And uh, man, I, I don't know. Like uh, the the big the big deal is Steiner in this. Like I get it. It's Scott Steiner. I mean, people listen to him and still like. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's like they get entertained by Scott Steiner. Mm-hmm. Definitely, he's very entertaining. Um, the second one is like Jordan Grace has never really done this gimmick. He just she just took a picture of it. So that's kind of a big thing too. How's this going to play out? Everybody knows what it's like for Petey Williams to play little Petey Pump. So it's like, eh, you know, I'm there, but I'm part of the show, and uh, it's going to be uh, it'll, it'll be good. I'm uh, I'm excited. I wish I could stay longer in California, but uh, uh, I'm excited for it. I wonder how they write you out of that angle. <laughs> I don't know if it's an angle going in like. Um, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, and I don't know how long it's going or if it's going to be a one-time thing. Like I know when we had our, uh, one of our last impact plus, uh, shows uh, well, prior to bash the brewery, it was a night you can't missed and great Muda was on there. So that, that was like a one-time thing as well. So I don't know if this can be a one-time thing or if it's going to be, uh, going on, keep them going. So stay tuned. All right, Pete, uh, time to promote. Where can people find you on Twitter? I PD Williams. Follow me on Twitter at Dennis77Farrell, F-A-R-R-E-L-L. Head over to Facebook, Wrestling Perspective Podcast. Wherever podcasts are, that's where Wrestling Perspective is. Subscribe, download, rate it wherever you are. Tell your friends. It's a fun show. I don't know, 50 minutes of uh, shenanigans. And uh, and by the way, thank you to my wife who showed up, Pete. I, I don't know how you pulled that off, but you did. It wasn't easy, but uh, I was able to do it. And what about your uh, wrestling with sports? You know what? I, we just had Jim Ross on, which very uh, intimidating character. I will say that. Thank you for bringing that up. Wrestling with sports podcast. Dave Christ, myself, and uh, Jason Kendall, former MLB baseball player. We talk wrestling with athletes and sports with wrestlers. It's kind of a cool concept. We've just had uh, Jim Ross on, so find it. Look for it. That's it. All right. Have a good week, guys. We'll talk to you later. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.